Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. And welcome to History Dweebs. I am Tim. Welcome to the podcast where we take a lighthearted look at the dark side of history. Today we're going to talk about the Jigsaw Murders. It's a murders that took place in jolly old England, Brandy. Perfect. Your thoughts on that? I'm I'm excited to hear about it. They I say the jigsaw Tally-ho murders a lot over there. I thought they made the Saw movies about the Jigsaw Murders, but evidently I was wrong. You you were, and that's not the first time you were wrong. It won't and be the last, I'm last. sure. Probably not. Okay, so we're going to talk about the Jigsaw murders, but before we do, let me remind you that we are a, a comedy podcast. We are crude. We are sophomoric. We use adult language, and if that offends you. And we also, we also banner. We banter. We do too. banter. We sometimes it takes we us a banter. while to get into the story sometimes, and yeah, just pull up a chair unless you're, you know, a oh, Quaker Jesus. or something, and you might want to turn off your radio. Yeah. We're not Brandy. On the radio. We're very popular with the. Uh, we're very popular with the Amish, Brandy. I, I did not know that. Uh, strangely enough, we are. We have. Uh, uh, we we ha- are like number seven overall. With, with the, the Amish, Amish population, I yes, see. They love us. Yeah. I don't. I like their bread. I, I, and I check. Okay. I checked the. I, you know, I think the whole Amish thing's a scam because you ever go through those towns at night, Timmy? Yeah, no, I can't. They close the towns at night. You know why? Because that's when they turn the electricity on. They got Xboxes. Uh, they got all kinds of shit. That makes satellite sense, dishes. No, it, I feel like that's not at all what happens. But okay. Mm. Okay. But, I, yeah, the satellite dish pops out of the front yard. They're like Batman, you know, really. They got all kinds of secret hidden compartments. I just want to say that, you know, we are we are recording a bit earlier this morning than we normally do. So, I feel like way too goddamn. Yeah. Early. So I feel like, you know, maybe Chuck's not thinking clearly at this moment. Oh, you think? Do you think that perhaps um, the timing has thrown him off? I think Chuck is a creature of habit, and yes, I think the timing has thrown him off. Well, goddamn, the rooster outside ain't even woke up to cock-a-doodle-doo wow. yet. No my, cock-a-doodle-doo. My rooster was up at 5.30, so, you know, I'm on my third cup of coffee. How is Young Jesus Noah? Christ. I know that he's probably got a lot of feedback from his appearance on our last podcast. 
he was so excited and he he wanted to uh I said, did you get nervous? He's like, yeah, 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 you know. And I told him he could do it well, again sometime when he was not as Absolutely, nervous. and, it, you know, he helps our ratings. It was Sweeps Week, so we like to bring guest hosts in that will help our ratings on Sweep Weeks because apparently, you know, I, I, I was working on a script this week, and I got it almost finished, and then I realized we've already done this story. So I heard. Well, we've done about 250 no, episodes. Like, oh, close, so we're closer to so. 300. So, so we should be syndicated by now. We should be done by now. I don't think there's any stories left to do. We Maybe we have to go back and redo some. We've had well, a request know, for these... the Sultana episode again. So I think you should do that one, Timmy. That was a good one. And, you know, I was looking at our ACAST thing and between our lips and thing. This is something that most listeners... It shocks me, but uh, you know we've gone over a million. Oh, more than that. We're like uh, we're we're yeah. closing in on two million. Yeah, yeah. It, it is it's amazing, amazing until wow. you realize that they walk among us does a million a day or <laughs> some kind of godly never like. Yeah, well, that's uh, yeah. Luck. But no, it's it's it's. But they're good real for us. podcast. Yeah, Timmy. we're not comparing ourselves now. Come on. No, no, it's good for <laughs> yeah, idiots like us. Yeah, that's. Let's not even use yeah, us and them yes, in the same yes, sentence, Timmy. Other than to say, if you're too much of a candy-ass, goody-two-shoes for bad language, then don't let the door hit you in your fucking ass and go listen to They Walk Among Us. Go listen to Nina. Go listen to Mike Brown at Pleasing Terrors. He's got a scary-ass he, show. Oh, he does. I've heard all, to of me? His, Mike, all of his stuff. Yeah. Noah loves it. Yeah, Mike Brown is really good. Oh, Noah that, loves it. That's some creepy stuff, man. I feel like not only are you not really awake this morning, Charles, but I feel like you are a bit salty about being awake. He's a bit salty. I'm I'm a little salty. I'll I'll get into that when we got Turnal. That's a new. That's a new kind of term, isn't it? Salty. It's kind of like thirsty. It's really not. Yeah, it is salty. It's it's not. Now, when I was growing up, no one said you were salty. When I grew up, we all said salty. All the time. And when you were horny, no one said you were thirsty. But that's apparently a thing now. I don't... Oh, I did not know These that. kids today. These kids. These kids I'm today. not up on that. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. Well, it's because you're never thirsty. <laughs> Some of us are still thirsty. I'm all parched. right. Let me... I'm, me, I'm parched over here. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I walk... Well, we're going to get to that, devil, because I'm going to help you, you out. Let, so. let me introduce our, our um, panel. And we bring in only the, you know, the t- we 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 re- we search the world over and try to bring in the very best minds to discuss these uh, terrible terrible crimes. And then you found murders, us. Being one. Yeah, you're the only one. Yeah, but since they won't come, come <laughs> yeah, every week I look every week for someone better, and yet you're the only guys <laughs> that uh, agree to come on this uh, fucked up podcast. Well, one of these days you're going to find that I talking monkey, so, Timmy, and your problems will be Let over. Let me introduce a lady who's known throughout the land as Brandy the Benevolent. I've never seen her be benevolent in my life, but for some reason she's known as Brandy the Benevolent, Her Majesty Queen Brandy the First. How are you, Queen Brandy, if at all? I'm all right, Timmy. I'm hanging in there. How are you? I'm I'm well. I'm going to the baseball game today. I'm excited about that. So after we get this 
recorded, I will be on my way to the Great American Ballpark. Excellent. So. Well, Devil, you spent you took a week and spent it off the grid. I did. Yeah, how was well, your um, vacation? I went on, well. I went on vacation, and and a couple of those days, I took um, myself and um, Stephanie um, Bomer. We went into the wilderness. And she's a saint, by the way. She she went to Chicago with you, and now she went on another trip with you. Uh, you know, you she's know, a saint. She is. Mm-hmm. She yeah. is the best person in the world to take on trips where you're where you're Be not exactly now. sure Don't what's going to happen. Because she's kind of she's kind of up for anything. So we, um, I took her, and we went. My parents have a cabin out in the east side of Bejesus. And uh, in Kentucky, it, in Kentucky. And it was, you know, we didn't have cell phone service. We didn't have, you know, any kind of Wi-Fi, any kind of anything. And it was it was just everything that I thought it would be after some initial after some initial um, bear, some initial bumps in the road. My, you know, it sounds scary to me. Well, you know, it was it was a little scary. Um, but, you know, my my dad before he would give me the keys or anything, gives me like this, you know, 20 minute dissertation on everything that needs to be done when we get there and how we get there and all this, that and the other. And, and then, but does not prepare me for, you know, I, we get there and, and we pull in and we go down this, basically it's, it's just a dirt road and we get to the gate that goes. The old dirt road, Derek. Yes. Well, uh, yeah, there was it was going down the dirt. Was there pillow no, fights it, in this? No, but listen, so we, get, so we get to the we get to the gate. Mom, to, my mom told me she said you're going to get to a gate, and then you know go through the gate and you'll be at the cabin. Perfect, but you can't see the cabin anywhere. So we go, we pull up to the gate. Well, then we look and there are two gates, and one's mm. kind of behind us. So I'm like, okay. So we try. And and one get is the, to the gate of hell. Well, we try and get in the other gate. I'm lucky we didn't get shot. So we finally got the right gate and we're we're pulling we're going up the driveway still and we look over and there's like this breaking bad meth trailer off to one side. I have no idea who's you know. Well, there are a lot of empty Sudafed uh containers there. Well, my guess is there's a dead body, so now I have that spot picked out where if I ever need to hide one. But then we go in and we can't get the air conditioner to work and the oven keeps going bananas on us. And then um, my mother sent this basket full of, you know, like DVD player and a bunch of bunch of wires and stuff so we could hook it up. So we go to hook it up. Well, she sent me VCR cables to hook this thing up. So I'm like, all right, you know what? We're going into town. We're going to go to the Dollar General and get us a DVD player. So we are hauling it back into town. And we get cell service, and I call my mom, and I said, you know, Mom, there were, there were two gates there that you didn't tell me about. Oh, yeah, well, the, other, the neighbors, they're okay. They, they, they're all right. I said, Mom, you know, they could have killed us. Well, I just don't think about that other gate being there. Okay, well, what about the, you know, creepy meth trailer that's on the property? Oh, yeah, that came with the property. Do you want it? Nope, no, I, I I don't want it. Thank you. That was very generous of her. Yeah, and then I said, "Well, the air conditioner t- doesn't work." Oh yeah, that happened the last time we went down there. We had to fiddle with it, and then she starts naming off all these things. I said, "Yeah, we did all that." Yeah, I don't know. Okay, perfect, mom. The 
you know, the the oven keeps going off. Yeah, I've never really used that oven down there yet. Okay, well, it's going bananas. I said, and you didn't really give us the right cords for the DVD players, so we're headed into town. Yeah, I just grabbed a bunch of electronics that were sitting on the shelf. <laughs> I'm like, really? Fucking really? Well, isn't the purpose, uh, wasn't the purpose to get away from it all and kind of, you know... You know, live off we, the grid, just, and now you're complaining. We did. You had to, you had to we go to the dollar we, store like within an hour of being there. That's not living off just, the grid, is it, Colonel? No, no, no. We just thought we would want to. Well, hold on. Can I just no, jump we just in? We might want to watch say, a movie. Does this story go anywhere? No. God damn it! it. Just, you get on me about talking hey. about stories that go nowhere. <laughs> that story had no arc. It had no beginning. No end. What the hell are you oh, talking about? I don't even know what you're talking off. about. So now I well besides the besides your rough start, Brandy, did you have a good time? Well, we had a wonderful time, but now I am the proud owner of a fucking Breaking Bad meth trailer, complete with dead body. Well, that's all I got. Raccoon family. That's what I got from that story. Free Free trailer. trailer. How you gonna lose? You got a free trailer. Oh my god, that thing's so creepy. And we went walking by it, sort of, and we're kind of looking at it because I can't figure out. It's down a cliff. Like, we can't even figure out how it got down there. But Stephanie's looking at it, and, you know, all of the windows kind of have that moss over it because it's real humid, and it's right by a creek. And she's looking at it, and she goes, you know, that front window's really clean. And I'm like, what do you mean? And she goes, well, you know how the other ones are, you know, covered with algae? That front window doesn't have any. It's really, really clean. I'm like, fuck. So I slept with a hammer because Hmm. I thought for sure that, you know, something was going to come out of there and, get us but it was fun that sounds like the beginning of every horror movie you know it really does but god it was so nice just i mean there was no noise we sat actually we sat and listened to podcasts and it was it was i certainly hope it's helped you with your anger problems it did not because then i came back to work to a fucking tornado of bullshit it's a bullshit tornado that's the worst kind it really, really is. So, but yeah, that's well, kinda... we're glad you're back. And, I'm not. Uh, let me let me introduce a man who Brandy, as you know, needs no introduction. I do not. He's do a man that. who is known uh, throughout uh, the land as uh, a, an oasis in the desert of despair. By no one. He's a. He is considered by many a saint, Brandy. Nope. And I'm. T- I'm, of course, I'm talking about the very honorable, the Reverend Colonel Charles Beauregard, Hawk Walters III, affectionately known as the Southern Gentleman. I know you affectionately call him that all the time, Brandy. I do not. How are you doing, Colonel? If at all. I'm not, not good, good, Timmy. Okay, I'm not good. Great. Well, Can we move on? I'm not good. What's wrong, Colonel? I well, hope your can, stories is uh, well, somewhat quickly, re- can more I... relevant than hers, but go ahead. I got, I got a couple of quick ones. Uh, now, we went off the grid. We were in at a cabin down in the Smokies one time, down in the Smokies, in the middle of the mountains. And they told us, be careful of bears, you know, this lock is, uh, things up, because there are bears So this around isn't here. something that happened recent. <clears throat> no, it's just that uh, Well, it was the guy. year the boys graduated yeah, from two high school. Guy. Third so. asshole guy. Third asshole. So we're walking down the road. Yeah. Me and the boys are walking down the road, and and Taylor's a little concerned about bears. And he said, Dad, did you bring a gun? 
because I occasionally I will carry a sidearm to me. And I said, yes, son, I did. And he said, what did you bring? I said, I have a nine millimeter. And he said, well, will that stop a bear? And I said, no, no, I hope it won't stop a bear. But, you know, maybe the noise will scare a bear, Taylor. You know, that's what I'm hoping. But if it doesn't and the bear keeps coming, then we shoot your brother Logan in the leg and we the rest of us get that's, away. Uh, that's good thinking, Aaron Brandy. Yes. Right. But let me tell you what's going on with oh, me, Timmy. He has more. Yeah, yes, Colonel, please. Because no one cares about the now, as you know, Please, Colonel. As you know, I am. I, I turned my, my first draft in to the editor of my book, How to Make Love. Yes, Brandy, we're all uh, anticipating the Colonel's new book, How no, to not. Make Love to a Woman. We are, we are in fact, yes. not anticipating that. And then they gave it back to me, Timmy, and it had a bunch of red lines through the words. <laughs> well, Colonel, that's called editing. They chopped that's, it up. That's pretty normal when you write a book. All the words. <laughs> All the words. Timmy, they took an entire chapter out. I mean, an entire chapter. I, I, I wrote it tra- because, you know, Timmy, you've had your share mm. of ladies. Occasionally you run into a troubled vagina, oh, right? Occasionally. Christ. I mean, you got to you got to learn how to work on those too. Well, that's true, Brandy. He's you know, got a good not, point there, Brandy. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you might get one that's got the teeth, might have a little decay, might oh, the decaying be, vagina, you know, Brandy. Little, nothing worse. Yeah, might be a little more, let's say, cavernous than you. Oh, want, the big hooter. You know? Okay. Yeah, and and see, and, and I wrote this book, and I'm don't. I'm donating all the proceeds to charity. What charity are you? Uh, I didn't are write you, this for uh, fame. To bless with your the proceeds, girl. Um the the Association of Decay. Okay, Vagina. can I just, ADA? Can I just write no, ADV? ADV. Yeah. Can I just write a check for five dollars? Yeah, they're going to have a telethon, and there's going to be a big check given no, to them. But no, uh, not. can I just write a check for five dollars to them, and so, that way you can just burn the book and be done? They took the whole that whole chapter yeah, out. Jesus Why Christ. did they do that, Colonel? That did they give you some out. rationale for for doing that? What well, they said it was fucking it, ridiculous. It That's would, what they said. It, it, it would hurt some women's self esteem to me that they might identify themselves. See what I'm trying to do. I'm not doing this for right. profit, Timmy. Thank and God. I realized this. I, I was going through Target, Timmy, and the checkout lady. She was just really mm. rude to me. And and. And it occurred to me, and I just asked her, I said, ma'am, I understand maybe you're having a bad day, but you haven't had somebody make oh, love to you properly in quite some time, that. have you? And she said, well, no, sir, I haven't. And see, I, I realized we have all these ladies walking around in grumpy mm-hmm. moods because men are not properly making love to this so your book so i am going to try to fix at least i can't solve the Mm -hmm. whole problem but i can solve a good part Mm -hmm. of the problem because this is a book that really needs to be written brandy go ahead colonel if well if you see a grumpy woman it's typically because somebody's not making love to her properly. And and ladies, I want you to know, I want you to know, ladies, you're responsible for this too. 
you you got you you got to get engaged. You got to get what? committed. If if you and your husband or your 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 partner or Parable. your boyfriend oh, or whoever your 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 vibrator, I don't know, you buy this book and you you listen and you follow the instructions, you will be smiling when you're checking out the man okay. at Target. You won't Can be now, now, Colonel. Now, let me ask you this, because you know uh, we're we, we're living in a more enlightened age. Is this something that, say, women can can benefit from too? I mean, uh, uh, oh yeah, there's a whole there's three chapters on, to me on how to properly make love to yourself. <laughs> well, what about like uh, you know we're yeah. we're kind of fond of the uh, women making love to women, Colonel. You know we talk about that a great deal. Exactly. Do you give some tips there for the lesbian lovers. Well, there's a there's a there's a chapter called what to do with two vaginas, Timmy. How to take care of two. That vaginas. sounds like an interesting but, chapter, but they, Brandy. No, no. Hey, can can yeah, wait, a minute. They, wait a minute? They they made it no. so medical. Can yes. I go ahead yes, and ma'am. speak on behalf of all women, um, everywhere without exception? When I say, please, 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 don't write this book. Just keep those thoughts to yourself because oh, it's already done. He's helping the, the thing, women at Target, and there's women like that all over the world. Here's the thing: women are grumpy, not necessarily because of their husbands, boyfriends, girlfriends, whoever. Maybe they're just grumpy because they work with jackasses. That, or you know, podcast with jackasses that struggle to stay on any sort of topic. I'm just I'm throwing that out. Yeah, there. I don't think so. I mean, that could be why I some don't women are so. grumpy. I think you're off base and there, you're Brandy. Female, because I, th- I th- yeah. yeah, you're wrong. <laughs> I think women, uh, I think for the most part, are unsatisfied in their. Uh, uh, and their their vagina is unsatisfied for the most part, and the colonel no. is trying to help both men and women no. uh, to please each right. other. For all women, just no, no. The men are trying hard; they're just not doing it right. And and can I ask you, as a woman, because this is the problem I have with the editor with all the red lines. You know, they they kept just putting. Vagina. They'd scratch out words I had, and they re- would write. Well, what vagina. kind of words? Did, what kind of words terms were you using, Colonel? What kind of terms? Well, like tuna oh, taco. Is that sake. offensive? You know what? I can't. I, I can't. It's too. I mean, early. like, it's too. It is seriously too early for that. They really. They, they're really being. Now, sensitive, do you find I that offensive? Is this Simon and I, Schuster, or just one of them? Simon's Simon's uh-huh. good to go. Um, Schuster, he's oh, being he's a, a little, about he's the prudish, whole thing. Brandy. You've heard, I'm sure you've heard about Schuster being prudish before. So essentially, they've changed everything yeah. your book in your book except for the title. They, they don't well, really like they that just, either. When I refer to yeah. when I was <laughs> referring to, to it later, they ran out of because ink. as <laughs> as you know, hanging around with Timmy, I have learned to be very uh, selective in my prose. It's helped me, and I didn't want to just keep being. Repetitive and using vagina, vagina, you know, like penis flytrap. Penis flytrap, Brandy. Uh, Your thoughts was, on that? Uh, I did not. Why? No. Well, Colonel, I, I yeah, think well, they're the, being a little no, sensitive. Can uh, we Colonel, please uh, talk about a murder? Please. Notorious VA Jigsaw really murders, Brandy. Is that? I'd rather talk <laughs> about the jigsaw murders. Hmm. 
Well, Colonel, He's, keep at yeah. keep at well, it okay. because stand your ground because I think Schuster is being a little bit prudish. That's what I said. I had I had and and how could and tell me exactly how could fish mitten be offensive to me? I fish can't mitten. Imagine. Can't imagine. Please. Well, Brandy, they're being a little sensitive. No. I mean, they're being Please. a little oversensitive. All right. Come on. on. September. Let's just. Well, and I appreciate you writing a foreword, Timmy. So <laughs> thank you're welcome. You. Oh, Timmy. Oh, Timmy. Oh, on no. September 15th, 1935, Brandy. Of course, she was a little girl then. I was not. 34 <laughs> year old Isabella Kerr and 20 year old Mary Jane Rogerson. Mary Jane Rogerson were brutally murdered. Their killer, a well-respected physician named Dr. Buck Roxton. His name was nice Buck, name. Brandy. Your thoughts on That's that? A, that is a porn name. When he was young, he was a young Buck. Well. Yeah, and you don't want to go to a doctor named Buck unless he's working on your horse just, or something. But I'm just telling you, that's a porn name. I don't want to get my prostate examined by somebody but they named wouldn't Buck. porn. Hmm. Just saying. Anyway, he killed these young ladies. He chopped them up. Uh, the cho- then the chopped up uh, remains, the women's remains, uh, were beyond recognition, Brandy. He wrapped their body parts in newspaper and disposed of them hundreds of miles away. Now, although the murder case was a media sensation, as you can well imagine, Brandy, yes. a podcast sensation perhaps, the case is remembered now mostly for the innovative forensic techniques employed in solving it. Because, you know, that this was 1935, obviously, and the forensics was not very uh, advanced during that time. The case was dubbed, and that's- was dubbed the Jigsaw Murders because investigators had to reassemble the mutilated bodies like a jigsaw puzzle, Brandy. Oh. And this is where the kids' song came from. To me, the the hip bone connected it's, to the that's leg. Not I think that's where it came from. Hmm. They were singing yeah. that the whole that's time. That's why we it's have like, him oh, on this a, podcast. I got a fema over he here. gives us a lot of insight that we would normally not know. I feel like if you're an actual yeah. doctor putting a body back together, you don't really need to sing that song. You well, kind of know. It's fair to say. That uh, Britain has a long line of notorious felons, and many of them have, yes, by some fair. means, secured an infamous, infamous spot in criminal history, Brandy. And Dr. Buck Roxton is certainly one of them. In the early morning of September 15, 1935, uh, Dr. Broxton, Roxton brutally murdered his common-law wife, Isabella Kerr, and their housemaid, Mary Jane Rogerson, in in their home in Lancaster, England. He then traveled to southern uplands of Scotland uh, to dispose of their remains. Smart. Well, as we said, some people are just not mourning people, (laughs) Timmy. That, you know... He probably it was it was probably a Saturday. He could sleep in late. She woke him up to clean the gutters. He just snapped. That happens, Brandy. And 
I mean, we don't. We're only. We're only here We've one side of the story here. And well, with women, yeah. uh, Colonel, sometimes they're they're in a bad mood, as you know. Yeah, cause somebody hasn't properly made love. Isn't to Mrs. Them. Colonel mostly in a bad mood? The media, yes, dubbed yes. him the Savage Surgeon, Brandy. The twin murders uh, he committed were together known as Jigsaw Murders due to the mutilation, uh, as I mentioned before, uh, two minutes ago. Um, Not even. And uh, one of the uh, early uh, 20th century England's most shocking crimes, this was Brandy, he became largely forgotten. Dr. Uh, Buck Roxton is largely forgotten today outside northern England where he did his grisly deeds, Brandy. Uh, but let me tell you a little bit about Dr. Roxon, Buck, as, as his friends would call him. Now, Buck was born in Bombay, India. Brandy, like Dr. Bombay. Yes. He was like Dr. Bombay. There's an emergency. Come right away. But different. Yeah. Where's Dr. Bombay? Uh, what's that reference to, Brandy, if you know? Wasn't that on Bewitched? It was. It, it was indeed Bewitched. Yes. Oh, every time um, there was an emergency, was they would say, Dr. Bombay, Dr. Bombay, there's an emergency, come right away, and he would magically appear. But uh, that has nothing to do with this story, of course. But Dr. Roxton, Buck Roxton, was born in Bombay, India on March 21st, 1899, a little bit before your time, Brandy, a year or two. Uh, he qualified as a doctor, and he came to England hoping to ply his trade, Brandy. Uh, and initially, he was doing pretty well. On May 7th, 1925, three days before your birthday, Brandy, he married a young girl called Moton, who was uh, a well-to-do Parsi, Parsi girl. Uh, the marriage was short, short-lived, and uh, he came home to England and concealed all evidence of it. So things did not go well with uh, Buck Roxton and his first bride, Motan. Well, you don't... First of all, I want my doctors to be from the United States because when they come from outside, especially those Canadian doctors, mm-hmm. Timmy... They can just get mail order do- doctor's certificates. Oh, you, you mean people actually do that? They actually go on the internet and get certified for something that they're not, Reverend? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Like being a baron? Uh, if I can be a reverend, they can be, yeah, like being a baron. Huh. No, Timmy's a Thank legitimate you, baron, though. We can't question, uh, we can't question, uh, I would not trust, had Timmy come back and said, I'm just a baron. I would not have necessarily trusted him on that, but we had that confirmed by a member of the Dweeb's crew. The lovely Leanne confirmed So it. I'm going to, the lovely Leanne, she said it's legit, so I'm going to, although she's fake Irish, so I don't know that I should take her barren legitimacy for granted. But, Colonel. But we'll give it a benefit Colonel of the doubt. Buck Roxton, Dr. Buck Roxton and his wife Mo. Uh, Mouton, his first wife. Uh, it ended soon. They they wasn't married very long. 
why may that be, Colonel? What maybe might have been the problem there, do you think? Well, it's possible that just Buck wasn't properly oh making God, love to his stop. woman, Timmy. Well, You'll make people turn I'm off just, just the, the podcast. That happens. If it ends, if it ends after a short mm-hmm. time, you can generally point to someone not making <gasps> love properly, devil. Quit. I can't believe. I can't believe they had the nerve. To edit some of your your fine work, Colonel. Yeah. Oh, it. You know. I mean, I. It, it was. It was. Whisker biscuit. Is that offensive, hey, devil? Oh, I can't imagine ridiculous. that being a. I can't imagine it. That is <laughs> ridiculous. I can't imagine. Fuzz box. I mean, fuzz box. You you want to, you want to be, you want to. No. You know, I, the term foes no. boxes in there. They took that no. out. I think I think Be they're being a little no, too sensitive, think... Colonel. Yeah, vertical bacon oh sandwich. What's so wrong with that? What in the hell? What did you it's look a tongue up? twister, Colonel? And and they took out what just you look up. I mean, just the most non-offensive things like catfish. And now, you Brandy, know, I, you, or, could, you know, no one can be offended by that. Come on. No. Come on. 1926. <laughs> 1926, Dr. Uh, uh, Buxton moved Ruxton. to Edinburgh. Ruxton. He moved to Edinburgh, Scotland, Brandy. Of course, uh, Colonel, you've been to Scotland, I know. Uh, I've been when there. he took, uh, took a uh, postgraduate course in medicine and surgery. So he's uh, improving himself, Brandy. He's continuing his education. So that's something we encourage people to do, Brandy, to uh, continuing their education. He then moved to London, and that was uh, the time he changed his name to Buck Roxton. So he changed his name to Buck Roxton. Picked out a good name, Brandy. Buck. He really did. He really did. But I feel like that is is a... um, that's just that's a porn name. I'm just sorry. Maybe he was that's looking to get into is. porn. You know, well, they maybe. had 1930. They had porn in the 1930s, but you know they had that 30s porn bush. You know. Oh yeah, that was that was some pretty oh, thick stuff Lord. in there. While he was in Edinburgh, uh, he met a beautiful young woman named Isabella Kerr, a sweet, caring young lady, Brandy. Isabel was born in Scotland, and she worked in Edinburgh uh, in several jobs. She probably thought, you know, this was payday because she met a doctor. It was love at first sight for her and Buck Roxton, and she met someone named Buck Brandy. That's, uh, you know, he has to. It's always a bonus. And he wasn't in the rodeo. That's true. Uh, That we know of. Uh, she met, uh, and, uh, it was love at first sight. She met Buck Roxton and romance blossomed very quickly. Brandy, the couple were married. The couple were married in 1930 and then they came to live in Lancaster, England. Your thoughts on that, Brandy? It's love For about them. to happen. Love about to happen, Brandy. Uh, just come on. At the time, uh, they had only one child, Kathleen Elizabeth, but the family eventually grew to three. The other two children uh, were named Diana and Billy. The family seemed very happy, and I'm, I'm assuming that's a girl and a boy, Brandy, but 
you know, it's an hey, exceptional moment. Who knows? That is. The family seemed very happy, and Dr. Ruxton had a thriving medical practice. Thriving. Almost like throbbing, Colonel. Yes. Almost like thriving. And 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 this is this is my goal, Devil. And, and tell me if, if this sounds uh, like it's a noble not. goal. My intro and my intro, and they took the whole thing out. And I said, my, my intro is to take all these misused vaginas. Abused vaginas. Improperly used mm-hmm. vaginas. Abused, misused, unused, dusty. Got to get some pledge. Nothing wrong. Nothing worse than a dusty vagina, Brandy. Exactly. And turn every Jesus. woman's naughty parts into a spasm chasm. What? <laughs> they turned that down too? That's what I want it to be. They a rejected that chasm. as well? They turned that one away too, Brandy, Timmy? you have to admit, they're being a little oversensitive there. I'm, I'm not going to admit anything when it comes to this travesty of literature. Hmm. Yeah, now I did get, now I could see what it was saying because when I got to the chapter about troubled vaginas and I may have used the term axe wound or hatchet wound, I think that might have been going a little over the top. But Well, let me, so if, I can if see you refer to any, anything with roast beef in it, I guess is a non-starter, Colonel. You are a repugnant old man. It was. Yes, we are. Well, what I what I said by the end of this book, men, you're gonna be making scrambled eggs between the legs. Scrambled eggs between the legs, Brandy. You have to miss that is catchy. They took they took that out too. They're super gross. Took it out. Both repugnant old men. Thank you, Brandy. Doctor Roxton was popular (laughs) in the local community, especially with his uh, poorer patients. In a time before England's National Health Service provided medical care free to all, Dr. Roxton often waived his fees if he felt a patient was too poor to pay. Your thoughts on that, Brandy? It sounds like he was doing the right thing. I mean, yeah. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. You know, he was, sound like a good, good doctor for now. Well, all in all, he was very respected, well-liked, professional man. Yet tragically, uh, Dr. Buck Roxton had also had a dark side, Brandy. He had a hot temper. Particularly, he was... Uh, we all do. He was very jealous. He was possessive of Isabel and sometimes violent, Brandy, which we do not condone. We do not condone that. Although Dr. Ruxton was popular in his community, his wife Isabel was also very respected. On the surface, the couple seemed happy. However, the neighbors soon heard violent quarrels, arguments, taking place, Brandy. On more than one occasion... Isabella left Dr. Roxton and took the children with her. She took refuge with her sister, Mrs. Jeannie Nelson Brandy. Your thoughts on that? Good for her. Dr. Roxton became increasingly jealous of Isabella's popularity, allegedly exploding into fits of rage, Brandy, behind closed doors. He constantly suspected his common-law wife, Isabella, of infidelity, Brandy. The couple fought badly and often, uh, and often, and Isabella had already left him at least twice, as we mentioned, although family members claims it was numerous times. Dr. Roxton would uh, always talk Isabella into returning, so he... So he was, he was, this man was worried that Isabella was letting other men into his tool shed. Is that, to is me. that what it was, Colonel? Is that, you think that's your, now you're speculating they, there, but they, that, they, from your, I'm speculating. From your expertise. Yeah, that's a term they took out too. You have on yeah. the vagina. Keep your hammer out of my spool shit, yeah. tool shed. Really? Yeah. Jesus well, he's, 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 he's very yeah. um, knowledgeable it, of I the thought, vagina, Brandon. I thought, I thought this was actually kind of, uh, Kind of nice to the lady. Somebody's like you know, snake charmer. I mean, a vagina is a snake charmer, correct? I, that, I've heard it called if that. You, if you're being nice about one, about yeah, everything you're saying. What? 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 The Python cipher. Mm, that's that's catchy, Brandy. I thought it was get, catchy. They get didn't off like it. The website. On at least two occasions, Brandy. Ill, uh, I said Isabella left Dr. Roxton and took their kids with her. Uh, one of their worst fights took place in early 1934. Isabella walked out yet again, threatening never to return. She did come back, uh, persuaded only by her sister. So her sister was persuading her uh, to coming back, uh, Mrs. Jeannie Nelson Brandy. We introduced her a, a paragraph or so ago. Hey, I remember her. She doesn't okay. sound like a very good sister. 
Isabel worried about her husband's temper and feared that he would someday turn violent, Brandy. On September 15, 1935, Dr. Buck Roxton's dark impulses turned deadly, Brandy. Isabel vanished, and so oddly did the family's housemaid, Mary Rogerson. Now, according to Dr. Roxton, uh, Isabel had just left him again, you know, because uh, she had left him before. Right. He denied knowing anything about Mary Rogerson's disappearance. It was just a coincidence, Brandy. Mm-hmm. The police he knew far. More, the police knew believed he knew far more than what he was saying, and they were determined to find out the truth. A search of the for the woman was mounted, and it was mounted, Colonel. The search for the woman was mounted. Well, you got to mount them, Timmy. You got to mount them, please. And yes, police do. during this investigation. Uh, discovered doc about Dr. Roxton's uh, jealousy and violent history and had him uh, firmly set as a prime suspect, Brandy. He was probably like, uh, what was Whoa. that guy's name? And that the, you know, the guy's wife disappeared and Scott something. I don't know. Wasn't it Shepard? Maybe. No, that was a different case, but yeah, kind of. Okay. Uh, I was thinking of the guy in, was it California or something? And Peterson? his wife finally. Yeah, maybe. Scott Peterson. Peterson. Scott, Scott Peterson. Yeah, that's it. I mean, the mystery. Of, there are several Petersons whose wives have just mysteriously died and disappeared, so. Yeah. The mystery. Never marry someone named Peterson. That might be Mm-mm. a rule to live by. The mystery of the two women's disappearance uh, was soon resolved, Brandy. Susan Haynes was out walking near uh, someplace. Garden Home uh, Lynn. Garden Home Lynn, a river in the Dumfries area of Scotland. They got some fucked up names in Scotland. She was walking uh, over a bridge when she thought she saw part of a human arm, Brandy, sticking up through the stream. Well, yeah, that can stop well, that. It was startling, Brandy. Yes, sort of just- like your meth lab that you ran into. That was startling. Yes. Continue, Brandy. It's goddamn disconcerting, yes. yes. Hey, Devil, before you start, now I, I got a couple questions okay. for you. I, bikini biscuit. Now is that bad? I don't is think that bad because I don't offensive. I don't I don't you find are, any no, negative me, con- connotations. Y'all are making me smoke in my house. Because this is just the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Don't blame your poor habits on us. I blame all my poor yeah. habits on the two of you. Hmm. All of them. Continue, Brandy, with the story, if you would. Yeah, please try to stay please. on track here, Devil. Try I'll, to, yeah, I'll try. Not scroll yeah, off into a stupid story about some <clears throat> cabin in the woods. Oh, but, my God. But before you nope. start, Devil, just a just a short plug for the book. M- ladies, if you buy this book for your man, you're going to turn an old dried-out clam into a fiery pink panther. Perfect. Your thoughts on that, Brandy? Say that again slowly, Colonel. What are they going to no, do? Please. Ladies, if you get this book for your man, you can turn that old dried-out clam into a fiery pink panther. Mm. I threw up in my mouth. 
It's going to be, I'm going to, I'm going to do the reading on audio books, Timmy. Sure. It's going to oh, be me nice. reading it. Now, Colonel, will you be uh, uh, having a book signing at TweepCon this year? I will be having a book signing. So um, come down and, and get your I, au- I, book autographed by the Colonel and um, yeah, get to yeah, meet him. I, and, and we mentioned a couple podcasts before. I, I actually tried to get Ben Fenton to do the audio and, book. And even uh, but I, I just didn't feel like I could pull this one off right. <laughs> he has standards. Yeah. All right. Yeah, but you know, we've from DweebCon, we've seen Nina will do things like this. But she she's um, but been known she, to she, use she, foul she language has before. Standards. She's in Atlanta. I don't no, know why she moved to no. Atlanta. I don't like that. But anyway, it's so hot. I don't like DweebCon is October fourth through sixth in Cincinnati, and um, we would love for you to join us. Right, Brandy. Absolutely. Get your and on the Facebook page we'll be putting up links for pre orders. For the book hey, how to we, make love to the to a woman. Did we decide that um we yeah, were gonna how to make love stop. to a did woman? Did we decide that we were gonna try and stay at the Millennium like we did last year? Millennium Hotel, yes. I'm still working on a the theater. Guess what? I, I sent you know, I had to fill out this fucking questionnaire to, to rent the theater. And when the guy got back to me and he, he said, yeah, we got, we got some more questions. So our um, manager that uh, handles that will be contacting you. And guess what that manager's title is? Manager? His, no, it is manager of ir- irregular programming. What the fuck oh. is that supposed to mean? Well, that's that us. A, they, they've kind of named that's it. That's us. I don't like yeah, being called irregular, Brandy. They got the right... That's well, offensive. I think that's the nicest thing we've been called. That's offensive, Colonel. Now, yeah. you, I tell you what's not offensive, Colonel. It's offensive, Colonel. but it's a little accurate. What term is not offensive, What's Colonel? not offensive? Well, I don't think banana basket's offensive. <laughs> oh, my God. But apparently they did. Continue with the story, Brandy. <laughs> Ugh. All right, so... Shortly after that, more remains were sighted. It was the largest event that happened in the small village of Moffat and outside the scope of the local police experience. I'm guessing not a lot happens in Moffat, Scotland. Going out on a limb there, Brandy. Yeah. We would have to ask Other than the occasional apricot festival or something like that. Yeah, they probably have an apricot festival. Top Scottish experts were called in. The remains were so bad that at first they didn't know how many bodies they were dealing with. The main difficulty. Well, you just count the legs. I mean, how hard is that? Do you know how you? Do you know how many? How many you're dealing with? Yeah, but if you cut all the legs, you count the number of lady flowers. Devil, if you can just count the number of lady flowers that you find, that would do. Or two. Mm-hmm. The main difficulty that the authorities had was that the whole torso of one of the bodies was missing. Uh, uh. On each, the eyes, ears, and noses had been removed and the hands had been lacerated. Cuts showed, an, cut showed an amount of skill had been needed. There was also very little blood, so the bodies had been drained. This would have needed anatomical knowledge. However, the murderer had made See, one fatal mistake. Why would you need anatomical knowledge to drain blood? That don't make any sense. Yeah, you just make a big cut and the shit I comes I out. I don't know. I'm just reading. 
How come every time somebody's chopped up, they say, oh, they must have had some anatomical knowledge? No, I've cut up a chicken. I ain't a goddamn doctor. He's got a point, Randy. What's so hard about this shit? I mean, you don't have to have surgical experience. You just need something really sharp. That's all you need. Something sharp, Randy. Okay, so the murderer had made one fatal mistake, and that is the vital ingredient. He had wrapped Mm. some of the remains in newspaper. The newspaper used to wrap the remains were the Daily Herald from August 6th and August 31st, 1935. The Sunday Chronicle. That was fucking stupid. It really was. The Sunday Chronicle and a special local edition of the Sunday Graphic dated September 15th. The graphic pages came from the local slip edition distributed only in Morecambe and Lancaster areas of Lancashire, not far from Ruxton's medical practice. Noticing well, that, that was the pretty stupid. It really I was. would have used the National Enquirer or something. Oh, for sure. Yeah, someplace more legitimate. Well, I mean, um, it doesn't narrow your... Yeah, it doesn't narrow yeah. it down where you're going. So noticing that the women had vanished on or around September 15th, police examined the subscription list and soon found a familiar name, Dr. Buck Ruxton. When questioned... Ruxton denied having been in Scotland at the time. This might have worked if he hadn't accidentally run down a cyclist near the town of Kendall <laughs> while returning from dumping the body parts. Well, yeah. that tends to draw attention to yeah. you. Yes. When you accidentally run down a cyclist. It kind yeah. of does, it does draw. Was attention it accidental to you. though, huh? Timmy? Was it accidental? Because sometimes those cyclists they like to get right well, in the lane. They drive too goddamn slow. Sometimes you just got to clip and they, them. And they wear you, those. You, you, you got to schedule those tight pants. You know, they're proud. Yeah, of their they're just testicles. asking for it. Oh, for God's sake. Yeah. That's why they wear those tight so pants. They're asking Randy, for it to me. show so, off their testicles. Yes. Everyone knows so, that. I, every, <sighs> and, Timmy, you know, if they had testicles like us, they couldn't well, even fit them into those yeah, tight pants. We, of course, we're, well, you're, we're not putting it out there for the whole world. We, we're comfortable yeah. in, our, uh, in our manhood. but, but Yeah, we don't right. need to brag about hold it. Hold on. I'm going to take, uh, let me just, I have to, hold on. Okay. Uh, in my floor. While, while, Brandy's, while okay. Brandy's taking no, this break, break, let, me, t- let no. me tell you, ladies, how we can turn... Your Hurt Locker, you've uh, seen that movie, right, Hurt Locker? Yeah. If you buy the book, it turns the Hurt Locker into a love locker, okay. devil. A love no, locker. I didn't, I didn't leave. Love I didn't locker. Leave. I just have a, I have a child that is just flicking boogers on my freaking carpet. So, uh, Well, you got a vacuum cleaner, don't you? I know, but you? that's not really the point, is it? Uh, let's see. Okay, so he ran down this cyclist, and a traffic stop. A traffic cops had stopped him in Minthorpe, due south of Kendall, and the officer had noted Ruxton's car description and registration number. What a dumbass! Police now had a date, time, car, and driver. Now they needed to conclusively piece together the identities of the bodies. They managed that using, for the time, highly innovative forensic techniques. The body parts were taken to Edinburgh, where leading pathologist Sir Sidney Smith and a team of experts used forensic entomology to date the age of the maggots on the body parts. 
The age the bodies, of the maggots. Yeah, buddy. Uh, the bodies were identified. Do, do they carry little IDs on them? How the fuck you know how old a maggot they is? carry IDs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you just pull. Come here, maggot. Give yes, me an ID. That's what happens. I mean, maybe it's just a small maggot. Maybe it's the run of the litter and you got it all wrong. Now somebody's convicted of a crime because you got the well, tiny what maggot. If, what if they have a fake ID? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, the bodies were identified um, also using, using the fledgling techniques of fingerprint identification. Forensic mm. anthropology. Wait a minute. I'm sorry. Forensic anthropology. Did they fingerprint the maggots? Because that would be really, that would be really amazing if they did that. That really would be, but I don't think so. Uh, they used forensic anthropology to superimpose a photograph over the x-ray of a victim's skull and forensic entomology yes, to identify the age of the maggots and thus the approximate date of death. I'm forensics, calling bullshit on that, but go ahead. Well, forensics found a photo of Isabella wearing a tiara, as most pictures should be. They measured the tiara and calculated how far away from the camera Miss Ruxton must have been standing. They then took a photo of the skull at the same distance, and the two photographs produced a perfect match. They also examined, Ooh, they also examined dental records. Perfect match. Perfect match. They, dis- they also examined dental records, and the discoveries in total were two heads, two upper bodies, and two shoulder blades, 17 limb portions, and 43 pieces of soft tissue. The fact that the two bodies had been drained of blood meant that some of the pieces of flesh could be identified under the microscope. It was one of the first cases. So this is like one of those Lego things like, you buy. Uh, CSI. You this is like dump out uh, all the that, parts and try to figure for, out where uh, they go. Pathologist, you know, Quincy, right? It's like Quincy shit. Quincy. Yeah. No, Jack it's Klugman. like putting together the yeah, when you get the Lego Star Wars things and you got to put the Death Star together yes. and shit. This sounds like this is what this well, was. This was one of the first cases where such forensic evidence was successfully used to convict a criminal in the UK. This established a window of time between their deaths and discovery. The researchers then superimposed. Oh, yeah, they did that with the conjunction. They superimposed her skull. Uh and they need to compare that with her dental records. Okay, so with Kerr and then Rogerson identified, it wasn't long before they again visited Ruxton, this time bringing a search warrant and a pair of handcuffs. At first, I have right. At first, Ruxton had said that Isabella and Mary were away on holiday in Scotland. But on holiday? Were, yes. But the police were disinclined to believe him, and his house was put under siege. The drains and debris were collected from the home and examined. Dr. Ruxton was arrested on October 13, 1935, and charged with Mary Rogerson's murder. A thorough search of Ruxton's home revealed bloodstains and blood-stained medical instruments, evidence strongly suggesting the victims had been killed and dismembered there. Ruxton's flimsy explanation for a recent injury, leaving his right hand bandaged, didn't help him much either. On November 5, 1935, Ruxton was charged with murdering Isabella Kerr as well. Arrested and charged, Ruxton's trial began on March 2, 1936. It was a showcase of fine legal minds and big legal names. Ruxton was defended by Norman Burkett, KC. KC being a King's Counsel, a senior barrister. Thank you for that, Timmy. 
and You're Philip welcome, Kershaw, KC. See, Colonel, Her I have to spell things considered. out in her parts. Yeah. yeah. I have What's to spell that, things out in her parts. Thank you for Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm sure. But, you know, they, they have a kind of an, they don't have the death penalty over there. They have this really loose criminal justice system. I think they only, I think they only oh, give yeah. you a traffic ticket for murder, don't they, Colonel? They have a bunch of bleeding hot liberals over there. I think they put you in a tower of London oh. still, Timmy. Continue, right. cr- t- continue, like Brandy. Weeks or something. I didn't know Burkett. that. Burkett is still considered one of the finest lawyers of his generation with a well-deserved reputation for winning difficult cases. Is he still alive? Because that was 1935. I doubt it. Yeah, it was pretty goddamn different. The prosecution. I don't want him working on my calls asleep during cross-examination. <laughs> yeah. Where's my jello, goddammit? I don't I don't I don't know that that was a thing in 1936. See. Where's my jello? How have you cracked oh. yourself up over that? <laughs> he, no, he said it. That was good. Good. Was it? So. Uh, okay. It's funnier than most so, things he says. Oh my gosh, get yourself together. Continue, Brandy. <laughs> The prosecution was no less distinguished. Joseph Cooksey Jackson was a KC, as was David Maxwell Fife. Later, I could have been a KC, Brandy. I could have been a KC. I could have been a KC. You could have. You could have. Didn't pass the bar. Hartley Shawcross would later be lead British prosecutor at the Nuremberg War War Crimes Trials. The presiding. I don't want him. I don't want him on my legal team either. No, anybody in well, I mean, that was, I don't want them. You know, seventy years. They're mostly ago, so dead. I, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Let's see. Yeah, they, and you know, if they're still practicing law, they smell like pee when they come <laughs> in the court. <laughs> they do. Too. They do. Got the big puffy pants on. Smell got the like big. Pee. Uh, got the. Like um, you know, they got the suspenders on. Their their yeah <laughs> yeah the waist is God. up to their underarms. <laughs> The presiding judge was Mr. <laughs> Justice Singleton. The trial was shaping up to be one of the biggest in the history of Great Britain. Get off my with, lawn! With, <laughs> with circumstantial evidence so incriminating and forensic evidence so groundbreaking, it was no surprise that Rexton was convicted of Isabella's murder on March 13, 1936. Convicted, The trial lasted Brandy. only 11 days, yes. 11, 11 days, days when the jury had returned a guilty verdict and the judge promptly sentenced him to death. So, evidently, to they death. didn't have the death penalty. Well, it is believed, that's better than a traffic ticket, Brandy. Yeah. It is believed that Ruxton murdered the maid because she witnessed the crime. The verdict was Or maybe unpopular. she just refused to clean up afterwards. Maybe. <laughs> that, yeah. You know what? That's probably... Because so many times on this podcast, yes. Timmy... We're only hearing one right. side of the story. Right. He's got a these point, Brandy. girls. No, these poor girls. All right. So yeah, she but they would have been dead And the by verdict anyway. was unpopular locally but because Ruxton remained a popular figure. So, Chuck, please hmm. tell us well, the conclusion. Yeah, so let me get into that. But I do. And, and Timmy, we, from our page and from our listeners, we, we have some Hispanic listeners and and I, I need some feedback if you could give it to me on the page because I did not find this okay. offensive. Um, but apparently they scratched this one out. 
Fiero del Taco. Yeah, too. well, then, I can see where that uh, might be questionable, uh, Colonel. That might, that might, that might be. You know, I don't know if it's crossing a line, but it's certainly going up to the line, right, Brandy? Well, you all can't even see the line but, in your rearview mirror. But certainly, you cannot object to horizontal boogie. No, bars. no, Jesus I don't see Christ. nothing wrong with wrong with that. Or the Devil's Triangle. Please tell me the conclusion of this story. Or the Furry Conch. I don't know what's wrong I with think that that's one. perfectly fine. That's, that's something you could yeah, even the, use in polite conversation. Exactly. And for our Australian friends, the Land Down Under. <laughs> land Down Under. They cut all of these out. Red lines through every oh, single one of them, I just think they're being a little too sensitive, Brandy. The two of you are well. This is whole. It's this whole PC culture yeah, that we're living yeah. in. Timmy. You got a point, Colonel. Top you're you're a man ahead right, of well, your back time. Back to the Colonel. story. I am. One day the world I will catch so. up to me. I hope we. I want to live this, in a world, Brandy, that is on par with the Colonel. This shit. This shares the Colonel's yes. values and, and sensibilities. Yes, that's what I'm trying for, Timmy. That's the whole point of the book, how to make love to He's woman. just ahead of his time, Brandy. He's a, he's a, I mean, get, he's, a, he's as if he's just a time traveler. He's ahead of his time, Brandy. Your thoughts on that, if any? Mm. Sounds like you're on it to me. Okay. Continue, Colonel. <laughs> Let's get back to this story here because it's a fascinating one, Timmy. I I have to say the research on this and the, and the storytelling was well, just thank incredible. Well, thank you, Colonel. As I said, I have to, you know, if it's if if some of it sounds pretty, you know, simple, and I not use a lot of big words, that's because Brandy's parts. I have to kind of oh right. No, oh, I think I'm all those things have grown Fuck to off, both accustomed of you. to that. that. <laughs> Seems a little aggressive, but. Now see, there goes our explicit rating. All of a sudden, now we got. Well, she's aggressive. Put an e she has a, She has anger. Thank you, Brandy. Issues. Obviously, the time in the woods did not cure her of her anger issues. I need more time. I need more you time need to in the see woods. A yogi. Do you meditate, Devil? No. You should I, consider. I it. have. You and should I consider. Say it. No. You tr- You should try TM, Med- Brandy. You really should. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't want to. Well, I mean, it probably good. would. It probably Meditate. would work for you because it's you know, but it might be a step in the right direction. No. Did your parents feed you pepper when you were growing up all the time? No. Because that's what they do to pit bulls when they want them to oh be me. Oh my mean. god! Please. So. Please don't I'm, don't bring my parents into legitimate it. question. Lovely people. They are lovely Leave people. Leave them out of it. They are and lovely you've got people. Lovely siblings. I have met I just them. I can't understand how yes. you became the you know bad seed. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I I have a lovely. Are family. they ashamed of you? So you guys, yeah. Let's not let's not sully them because with this. I I know. I have met Casey, and he is of the highest. And I, I hear wonderful things about Jason. Hmm. It's yes. just you, Randy. That's uh, so, that is. What went wrong? What I just what went wrong, Devil? I mean, did they drop you on your was head? It the drinking the drugs? 
Was it all the promiscuous sex? I mean, what, was it what happened? Was it being softball? What? what was it? Yeah. Please tell me the conclusion of this story. I am begging you. I need to know what happened. Well, the guilty verdict was not popular in this community where he practiced medicine. Many people who knew Ruxin thought it was just a terrible mistake. So they got this petition together and got, and this is before the internet, so this is pretty goddamn, this is before petition.org. They got 10,000 people 10,000, Brandy. Although, yeah, although it, it's, it's, some people suspect that Ruxton might have signed it 950 <laughs> times, but, or 9,950 right. times. But anyway, it went to Home Secretary Sir John Simon. Sir John Simon. Simon promptly ignored it, as Brits are wont to as do. they are wont to do. He probably so, was going fox hunting for the weekend and didn't want to deal with it. Yeah, that's that's probably true. Now, his petition to the Court of Appeals was also denied. denied. So what do you think about that, devil? Well, that's a shame. Yeah. Or he was too busy trying to take proper care of a baby maker. Baby really. maker. So anyway. Now, that's not offensive, Randy. On May 12th. But unlike the United States here, Timmy, where capital cases drag on for years, English law allowed only a minimum of three Sundays between sentencing and execution. See, they had it right back Mm -hmm. then, Timmy. Three Sundays. If you're guilty, just three Sundays. So if you got, you you better hope you got found guilty on a Monday. You want that verdict to come in on a Monday. Yeah, you're considered a long time Mm -hmm. on death row then. Now, on May 12, 1936, he was taken from the special condemned cell at Strangeways Prison at 8 a.m. The formalities of the execution only lasted a few seconds. They just said, we send you to death, now you're going to hang. As Ruxton reached the gallows, the prison clock started chiming the hour. Before it finished chiming, Timmy, he was dead. Mm. So before... By the time he reached the gallows, eight seconds later, he was dead. Now, here are some interesting facts about this notorious about crime, Timmy. Tell us, Oscar. Which you probably well, already know because researched, you researched this yes, so thoroughly. I did, Brandy. Okay. The house where the murders were committed remained empty for decades because of its notorious reputation. Well, I wouldn't want to live there. Now, eventually, in, no, not me. In the 80s, the building was gutted and underwent substantial internal alteration, hmm. which is which is what you want to do when somebody's been gutted in a house. You want to go. What if they yourself. put in a bay window? So there, I like bay windows. <laughs> I like bay windows. I like to have a sauna. Oh. Did you have a sauna down in the woods? Did I have devil? A what? A hot tub? Yes. Did you have yeah, a hot tub it, down they there? They didn't have it working yet, but yeah, they got a they got a hot tub down there. Nice. They make me very tired, but. Anyway, thereafter, it became an architect's office. I also got a I got a short segment in the book about how to you got to be careful making love in a hot tub because you can overheat yourself. You got to stay hydrated very well. All kinds of things can go wrong in a hot tub. But anyway, the bathtub in which Buxton dismembered his victims was removed and used as evidence during his trial. 
Afterwards, it was used as a horse trowel by the Mounted Police Division at its headquarters in the village of Oh, they upcycled. That's nice. They did. The dismembered remains of Mary Rogerson were buried in the churchyard at Overton, a small village near the neighboring town of Morecambe. See, and that's what we're after with my book. We want more came. We want more, more caming. That's what we're after. We're almost there. There was a pub. There was a pub called Ruxton's. There was a pub. It was called Ruxton's, and it was less than fifty meters from where Mm. he lived. However, the name was later changed to the Square. Now, the Ruxton trial caught public interest to such an extent there was even a song, a song about, Brandy. It. about it. Wanna Sing it, Colonel. Here it goes. Blood and one and two. Blood stains on the carpet. Blood stains on the knife. Oh, Dr. Buck Ruxton, you murdered your wife. Then Mary, she saw you. You thought she would tell. So, Doctor Buck Ruxton, you killed her as well. I don't. I'm not sure wow. if that. I'm not sure if that's gonna hit, Brandy. That's the remix. That would have to be the remix. Well, I was gonna do it. I was kind of. I, I I might rap. Blood stains on the carpet. Blood stains on the knife. No, oh, no, no, doc, no, Doctor Buck Ruxton, you murdered no. your no. wife. That's you know, he's punk. a pretty good rapper, Brandy. The man reached, saw you. You thought. She would tell. No, so, no. Dr. Buck Ruxton, you killed a sinner to hell. That's not. That's, that's my not Marilyn Manson it. version. I know, but it's my Marilyn Manson okay. version. You killed a sinner to hell. Okay. Randy, he, he is. He's not nah, a bad nah, rapper. Nah. When you, when you start nah, nah, nah. nah, nah, nah. No, I don't want to, though. Mm. Yes. Yeah, well, see, um, no. Brandy, what's nah, your nah. final thoughts on the Jigsaw Murders and Dr. Buck Roxton? I would, I guess I would still like to know, I mean, I get that he had a temper and, you know, but we never really got the motivation for why he killed Isabella. Mm. Did we? Well, I, I, I didn't, I remember he hearing that he or had, reading I think that. the speculation is he got Well, angry. I know, but... He, you know what is it? He got angry because she burnt his eggs. She got angry because he was she was going to leave him again. She got angry. Like why? What happened? What triggered him well, we to do? Don't this? know. That's kind of blaming the victim. Well, we, it seems he was ill-tempered. You I'm don't saying. need really. She seems to like be blaming to, the would, victim, I Colonel. I like that. Victims. No. Yeah. What happened that he felt like? What happened? Well, it, yeah. What you're saying, Brandy, is That's all I'm asking. What did the victims do? To warrant him nope. killing her, isn't that what you're hearing, Colonel? No, right, that's not what, what I'm, I'm hearing. Is what did these women do to push him nope. to this? That's what you're saying, Devil. That's what you're asking. Really not. I'm not. I, I, no, I just can't. I, there's I really no just can't, reason uh, to kill your wife. Entertain that, Brandy, because uh, these were victims, and uh, he was a murderer. He was a convicted murderer. And I don't know why you're trying to defend him. Colonel, your final thoughts on the jigsaw yeah, murders. I will, really? Well, I will not you, take Colonel. his side, Timmy. These were young women who did not have it coming, unlike yes. what the devil says. Oh, my God. They were innocent victims of a man's horde temper and jealousy. And this is sometimes what happens when you yes. get involved with men like that. He was completely guilty. Really? 
And well, and he was frustrated, Timmy, because he did not properly know how to make please, love please to stop. a woman. Please. And he would We would thought, like to thank uh, all the all of you who support us on Patreon. If you would like to support us on Patreon, I have no idea why you would, but if you would like to support us on Patreon, just go to patreon.com slash history dweebs where you can give a little, you can give a lot, or Okay, just hit me, a girl. little bit to me. Well, we got Nick Johnson, Timothy Sloan, Mary Corton, Sheldon, Gina Green, Go Chiefs, and I do not mean that at all. Whitney James, one of my favorites, John Cleveland Payne, Nina Gerard, Carl Asplin, Susan Van Hook, Paula Kimes, Jim Seabright, Andrew Scammell, Tommy Lane, Jason Dykes, Terry Stratford, Brandy McBride, Jennifer Svoda, Maggie Glover, Gracie's mom, Erica Kenny, Hiro, The Comeback Podcast, L.K. Barnut, Reen, oh, we forgot, Shailene Nairon. Um, Let's see. Reen, Marissa Albanese, Phyllis Munson, Jennifer Riker-Smith, Stephen Potts, Anna Garrett, Ben Dubrovich, Ursula, also known as Lenick, Clark and Diane Trowbridge, who we know we will see at DweebCon. They are very loyal. They always They're come as to DweebCon. much Con a part of DweebCon as we are. Seeing them. Yes. Beth Ann Wallace, Michelle Johns. And Margie, by the way, Margie Clark McDonald, Trowbridge is. Aaron the, I'm going to make him the official historian of the History Dweebs podcast because he, he loves to post quotes from previous episodes. And that means he he's does. paying attention. So, Clark, thank you for doing that. And you are now the official historian of the History Dweebs podcast. Yes. We have Jess. Um, we have, of course, the lovely Leanne Flanagan, who is turning into quite she the is, baseball uh, fan, she's Timmy. She's been following the Reds, and she's a very lovely young lady, and she'll be joining us at DweebCon in October. Um, I'll be happy to see that's, her. I was, it was nice well, to see her the last That's good, because I have a lot, I have a lot of questions for Leanne. Well, uh, the colonel could have saw her in Chicago, Brandy, if he was up there, but he was not. Alas, he was I, not. I did. That, that was the one thing I missed about Chicago. I did not even miss Simone some, but I did miss well, not being able to see couple. Leanne. Mike Sadler, Jamie Dent, Tyrone, Marsha Boris, Stacy Alice, Stacy Alsop, I'm sorry, Jody and Sean Wells, Amber Anderson, the They Walk Among Us podcast, Lorna Violet, Michael Dale, Kelly Charette, Karen Russell Widener, and Timmy. Yes. And me and Kelly, Kelly Jones, Kelly Jones, Kelly Jones, Kelly Jones, Kelly Jones from Florida. Yes. From Florida. We got a thing uh, going on. But you have to, you, you have to sing that. Well, with we don't, the but list. it's part of the song. Me, I know you can't do Callie with the list. Me and Callie, Callie Jones, Callie Jones, Callie Jones, Callie Jones. Okay. Lauren Meredith, Jessica Greeno, and we mentioned Mike Brown from Pleasing Terrors. That's one, if you haven't listened to it, you really should. 
Sarah Bloom, Amber Krupp, Laura O'Reilly, Christine Bourgeois, Kimberly Cambron, Elise Edridgen, Edridgenton, History Goes Bump. That's a good one, too. Amber Trevino, Annette Petray, Lise, Lahara Lopez, Alicia and Chimp Mincy, Marquia Smith, Jeff and Don Chestnut, Andrew Happ, Karen Barnes, Rachel Flynn, Shirley Strap, Todd Long, Melissa Montoya, Maja, and you know, I should skip this one, Timmy. Shelly. Yeah, why should Karen you, Michelle? Yeah, you shouldn't skip it. She's. I should skip what? her. You know what she said? She said yesterday to me, you know that Beauregard is a cute dog, but he's still just a little <laughs> bitch dog. Doesn't she seem well, nicer than seem that, Timmy? Isn't that an ugly for, side of her? Um, Karen, yes, but but uh, I think I think she's got oh, the monthly see, hormonals see. going on, Timmy. She, of course, uh, you and her, of course. So, and you know, I get a lot of people ask me, Colonel, when is the Colonel going to be back on Deadpool? And I tell them that you're going to be doing some guest hosting soon, but you're you're busy with all your mm-hmm. other podcasts, including Spy Stories with the lovely Karen Michelle. With the lovely yes. Karen Michelle. Yes, we we we've we've paused context why? and clarity and you know why, Timmy? Because this country's <laughs> so jacked up we can't even try to be impartial anymore. Yeah, it's kinda hard. I I got I can understand that. So Adam McWaters, we do have the the Context and Clarity podcast, Paula Kimes. The Vanish podcast, which these now we're going through Canadian true crime. Mm-hmm. Christy Lee, that's a great one. Charlie War- Warrell. Crime Lines. I mean, lines. How, how many good podcasts yeah, does she have? Crime Lines. Yeah, um, yeah. Angela Santos, Lydia Wassum Fisher, Kim Stroop, Nicole Adams, Mistress Vader, Ron Monacero, Tracy Smith, Bridget Bernard, Stacy, Cheryl Weldon. Veronica Moreno, Chris Lane, Alexandra, Elaine Baker, Vivian Vaca, Amanda Lupus, Shannon Arnold, Kimberly Smith, who I think looks just like Lady Gaga in the movie, um, Robin Sherrard. She's Kimberly's probably going to be a dweeb count too. More attractive than Lady Keith Gaga, Whitfield, Cassie. That's a. Oh no! I think Lady Gaga in the uh-huh. movie A Star Is Born. She's very, very attractive. She uh, really no makeup, no crazy hair or anything. She looks really good. So anyway, Cassie Kitchens, Natasha Burgess, Julie Bentley, Patty Schmidt, and of course, of course. Timmy, of course, Lady Beverly, Lady Beverly is going to take me Who? to for some fish and chips when I'm in England. Does she know you don't eat fish? Yeah, she? but I, I didn't have the heart to tell her so. I'm just going to throw it. I'm just going to throw it no, uh, don't, to Scully. They'll find you a hamburger. Just get some <clears throat> chips. I'm just going to give it to Scully. Uh, Scully. No. No, I'm not going to do huh? it. Huh? Who? No. Rudy. No, no. All right, continue. Continue. No. Rudy the Wonder Dog, of course, the world's most dangerous canine. And the lady that we do this podcast for week after week after week. And, Dottie, I know we only had two bodies, but we had a bunch of parts in there. We have multiple parts, so this should count. This should be a good one for you. So yes, that's my, it. My mother, Dottie, Dottie Scott. 
We hope you liked it. Yes, ma'am. Okay, so thank you for joining us. I'm going to the baseball game. Brandy is going to probably do something, smoke pot or something. And the colonel is going to rewrite his book called... I'm going to... Perfect. How to make Thank love you all for joining us. Gross. And we'll see you next time on History Dweebs. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Good day. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.